I would like to welcome everybody back to the Chilling with Dylan podcast. We have Indy on from Big Brother 24 today. Um, it's a great episode. I hope you guys all listen to it and love it. We um, talk about her time at Big Brother 24 and what she's up to after. Um, I have some more Big Brother interviews coming up soon, so stay tuned for that. Um, I will be in Chicago this weekend for Challenge Media Live Chicago slash the comedy show. Um, so feel free to say hi. I know I've been getting some DMs that some of you are going to be there as well. I know I've been getting some DMs from some of you that are going to be there as well. Um, and then I do want to um, kind of tease that me and Paige from Most Likely To Podcast um, will be starting our own podcast soon. Um, I know we talked about it on the recaps, but um, it's coming. We're not going to say the name of it yet or when it's going to launch, but um, just know it's going to have nothing to do with reality TV. Um, and it's just going to be about our lives and, you know, what we think about certain things, just us venting, I guess. Um, without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy the indie episode. Like always, all of my social media links are down below. Follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all of those. Um, and keep on your downloads, um, for the Chilling with Dylan podcast. Yep. I hope you guys enjoy Chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Good vibes and such an incredible feeling. The podcast that you need and want. Interviews with reality TV stars. Uh, so entertaining. Now you don't want to miss them. Real as it gets, never know what to expect. Uh, got a rep jersey, I thought I told you. Yes, indeed. Every week, got a brand new poster while I'm hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Let's go. The next guest on the Chillin' with Dylan podcast just got to the Big Brother house. We were rooting for her all season. It is Indy. Indy, how are you doing today? I am great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Um, Thank you for having me. I do want to start off. Um, last couple of years have been rough. COVID, pandemic, everything. You just filmed the reality show. You just got out of a reality show. Um, so how are you doing personally? How's your life you know, changed over the past month? Uh, life is being crazy. <laughs> As you guys know, like coming out of the house and being locked in like for a hundred days and plus mm -hmm. it's, and coming back to the real world is like still like adjusting. I'm still adjusting and, but it's fun. Like I'm having so much fun and I can see all the great opportunities. So it's, definitely, it's definitely. exciting. Definitely. Um, so a lot of lists, so I have listeners sending questions um, I usually do them at the end, but I got a lot of questions just about like your casting story. I know there's some stuff you probably can't tell, but they want to know like how many seasons before did you apply? Was this your first season you applied for? And what was that journey like for you? Uh, was the first time that I applied for the U.S. version. Okay. Uh, I applied for the Brazilian version two times uh, last year and uh, this year again. And that's it. The the casting process is really hard. It is a lot to go through, but thank mm -hmm. God it worked out. Yeah, <laughs> um, was it only Big Brother? Or would you ever consider like Amazing Race, Survivor, any of the other CBS shows? Uh, I love all the CBS shows, uh, like including like Amazing Race. Um, I like the challenge pretty much. And like, oh my gosh, I, I, I'm really like super ready to go to the challenge. <laughs> Because I think like I'm a, I'm a lot of, on the physical aspect is one thing that I know that I'm strong. 
Yeah. And the challenge would be amazing. Amazing Race would be incredible as well. But Big Brother was the first show that I applied on CBS. Now I'm open to whatever CBS has for me. Definitely. Especially like the soap operas that like that I want to act. So like, okay. and since CBS has those opportunities as well, I'm open for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, would you ever do Survivor? I you do it, but you guys know, if you guys already know me, <laughs> it's going to be more funny than, you yeah. know. <laughs> Survivor is a different type of game. Definitely. It is. And it's, it's super hard. I... Yeah. Joseph always make fun of me saying that like you would die on Survivor. And it's yeah, like, it's, it's I think would, I would make like good TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you already mentioned Big Brother Brazil. Um, and a lot of people probably don't watch Big Brother in other countries. I know Big Brother Canada has a pretty big following in the United States, but like there's so many Big Brothers out there. Um, can you compare Big Brother Brazil to Big Brother USA, how they're similar and how they're different? So uh, the only similar part is like a lot of strangers in the same house. That's okay. it. Everything else is different. The way that they cast the, the, the house guests is different. They have like half, they have 22 people, 11. It's like sub celebrities, like almost famous people. And uh, the other half is like random house guests and they put, they mix them in the house. The voting it's from the outside. So Brazil, like the audience is the one who decides who stays and who goes home. And yeah, everything's so different. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So you've already done Big Brother USA. Um, would you go back and do Big Brother Brazil now? Oh, yes. <laughs> that, that was my biggest, that is my biggest dream. And I okay. can't wait for that to happen. Perfect. <laughs> um, so I have this game that I play with every guest. It's called First Impressions. So I want to just give you six people and can you tell me the first impression you had when you first met them that day sure. one? Mm -hmm. um, so the first one I have is actually the winner of Big Brother, Taylor Hale. First impression meeting Taylor. My first impression of her was like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. Okay. And like, she's, um, I, I swear to God, she was stunning. And with that blue dress, I will never forget. It was my first <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> yeah, makes sense, makes sense. Um, yeah. The next one I have is Turner. Turner, I I thought like, oh, he's like a chill guy, a cool guy. It was okay. pretty much that. Yep. Uh, Jasmine. Jasmine, I thought like she was funny and like, I thought like she was hiding her badass side okay. behind being funny, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, next, uh, won a couple competitions this year, Michael. Oh my gosh. I, I loved him from... It was love at first sight. I was like, he's going to be my friend. He doesn't have an option. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one got second place, Monty. Monty, I was like, oh, he's cute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, dang it. I, because I got into the house, like he was in love with someone. And I tried yeah. to, you know, uh -huh. keep that in my plate. And I was like, oh. Dang it. Yeah. I I'm gonna have some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one I have is Paloma. Uh Paloma was like, oh, she she seems like fun because when I got in, when everyone was got in, she was doing like tillers, like moves yeah. and stuff. And I was like, oh, she's scale, she, she's probably fun. But when I got inside and I look at the memory wall, 
I had the feeling inside that Paloma was going to be the first one leaving the house. Really? Yes. And then I was like, I, I look at the memory wall. We all walked in the house and we look at it. And I was like, oh no, like, why are you having this feeling? Like, she seems like so fun. And after like two days, everyone kind of really liked her. And I was like, you are so silly. And six, four days later, six days yeah. later, She's she was gone. gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, no so I do want to talk about that week um, just because I feel like they were cutting some of the feeds and then the the people that aren't live feeders that are the casual fans, quote unquote, um, were kind of left clueless on what really happened that week. I mean, obviously we saw Paloma and her treatment of Taylor and then Paloma left, right? Mental health um, situation. So you going through that in the house with 15 other people, can you just walk us through that experience of, because that's like a crazy first week of Big Brother. Yeah, that was really, really sad and crazy for me, especially like knowing that Paloma was going through mental health issues. I didn't, I couldn't see at the moment how that was affecting our daily basis and in, in our game. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of, set up the tone about how the house behaves for mm -hmm. the the rest of the the show you know yeah um not blaming anyone not blaming like was maybe her strategy or you know like i i don't blame her for anything but it kind of set up the tone of how we perceived that like oh my gosh that's something really bad happened to this girl yeah that she left like it, it takes a lot of courage for us to be on a show like that, to yeah. leave, like, I left my job. I quit my job to go on a show. Like, I don't have, like, I don't have a, a huge, like, saving account. So my parents cannot help me financially. So it's a risk. And knowing, like, seeing someone, like, like, just getting out of it and they took the risk and just, like, okay, no, I, I, I will give up. Uh, and of course, her mental health is way more important than money, but that sets a ton. You just, we just knew so much. We didn't know what happened. Mm -hmm. So whatever we knew was like, she was not doing okay. And then she left. That's it. We didn't know if she was fine. We didn't know how, if she was doing medications before or after the show, we didn't know if she was like, if she saw a doctor and the doctor prescribed her like, oh, I talked to her after the show and she, she told me she was diagnostic as a bipolar. We didn't know any information. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's the way that the game is. And CBS did their, their best to make us like feel okay. And then we were like, we had the therapist and we had like a, a medical like 24 seven to help us to go through everything. But it was a lot for a first week. And yeah. it, in my opinion, it said a ton about how we all behaved after that, you yeah. know? So not, not as an excuse, but, yeah. you know, it, it kind of set the tone. Mm -hmm. Definitely. It seemed like Paloma got along with pretty much everybody in the house, um, except Taylor. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously there was some mistreatment of Taylor that started week one that kind of escalated throughout the season. Um, you being in the house, like with 15 other people, um, you know, more than us as viewers, because we just saw whatever was shown as us in live feeds. Um, did you see 
the mistreatment of Taylor in the beginning or when did you start seeing that stemming coming? Because a lot of people blame Paloma for that initial hatred of Taylor. I didn't saw on the beginning, but I saw like when it was, uh, when uh, Daniel put Taylor on the block. I don't know how much you guys saw it. I didn't watch the season, but at the day that we had the eviction, I came and I took Daniel to a room and I told him like, I'm not voting Taylor out. And then, and he was like, oh, well, I'm like, I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. I don't want anyone to leave on week one with 12, like, or I don't know how many votes, like 14, 15 votes. Like mm-hmm. she's like 14 would be, I don't know. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't remember. Like with like all the votes that she can get. I'm like, I don't want anyone to have that feeling. And I don't want to like her family to think like, oh my gosh, everyone in the house hated her. Cause I don't hate her. I just know her like for four days, as much as I know you guys. And like, I'm not voting her out. And uh, Danielle was like, kind of pissed at me at that moment. And like, look at me and like, I don't know how much you guys saw it. So Mm -hmm. that's so important because like, I think when I was on the block, I came to Taylor and I, I told her like, this was a day that I, I was not against you when everyone was, this was a day that I, I say these and you guys, you didn't see it. She didn't see it because I just do things following my heart. And I don't do like to show you that I'm like, oh, I'm saving your ass or I'm campaigning for you or I'm doing this. I, I don't think that's, that's the way yeah. I work and, and my personality. So that's what happened. And I think like, I don't know, everything got so messed up in the first week. Mm-hmm. And yes, whatever happened to Paloma, since we didn't know, we didn't know. I didn't know that Paloma, that Taylor tried to talk to Paloma after everything and Paloma didn't want to listen. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I literally found out that like three weeks ago talking to Taylor. Yeah. You know, I didn't know those things. Mm-hmm. So, and nobody knew. Like we all thought like, Taylor was creating some drama against Paloma and made Paloma crazy. And then Paloma left some, you know, like that's what we just know so much information. We just know what people are saying. And since everyone loved Paloma in the house, she was really like in a good in, you know, in a good version of like having friends and social skills. We all lived on that. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the season started off pretty strong for Daniel and Nicole, who were obviously ride or die's best friends. Um, mm-hmm. And then it basically fell off the cliff for them, right? Um, I would say it kind of started when the leftovers came to be. Uh, they took out Amira and then Nicole and Daniel, obviously. Um, but there was one moment that I want to bring up. Um, you were kind of a bystander too. Everybody was a bystander except um, Daniel, Nicole, and Taylor when Daniel kind of lost his cool on Taylor over nothing. Um, what was your reaction? Cause you've seen Big Brother before, you know there's fights in Big Brother verbally, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your reaction to the Daniel versus Taylor um, verbal altercation? On that moment, I literally had no energy to deal with the drama. I was on have not, I was hungry. I was like, there's even like some funny seasons, uh, 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 scenes of me running. It's like the two fights and I'm like, my slop is burning. Mm-hmm. So, and that's one of my biggest regrets on the game. Like uh, not on the game in life that I didn't stand up for another woman. 
And and if I would stand up for her, for Taylor or whoever he was screaming at, because he screamed on a lot of other people later on, he wouldn't be talking as much shit that he's talking about me right now because yeah. I would put him on his place back in the days. So from not protecting who I should be protecting from day one and from that moment that I, I was literally out of my mind. I was on slop and you guys may think that, oh, in just like being too dramatic. No, it's freaking horrible to yeah. be on slop. And not doing that, I my my payment from that, my reward from that is have to deal with whatever he's talking about me on social media or, you know, that's like, I didn't stand up for another woman and now he's attacking me. Yeah. And I should kill that from, from the beginning. You know, I should like stand up for that on the beginning. Yeah. So I've kind of stayed away from talking about Daniel just because he wants that attention, whether it's good or bad, he wants fame. And I just, and I know a lot of other podcasters feel the same way. Just don't give it to him. Just don't acknowledge him. Just let him live in his own. Yeah, but when when you don't give him the attention, it's basically you are letting people that's like him do the same. Like I am an immigrant. Mm -hmm. And that's like so much that everything that he say that hurts me and doesn't just hurt me, hurts half of America because half of America is from immigrants. And it's, I know he wants the attention, but I think the cause is bigger, is larger. It's okay. not just about him anymore. It's about okay. people, Latinos that are here, that are building this country, that's fighting for this country, that's making America, America, that don't get the chance to speak up for themselves. And they're going through like bias and like judgmental people like him. Mm -hmm. And that's why I, I, I'm not talking for him anymore. I'm yeah. talking to protect the people that are like me and getting the people that are getting inspired by my story. That's mm -hmm. that's why I'm, I don't give any, I give, I give like last 100 shits for him. Uh -huh. But I do not want people that have their dreams like I did or I do to be on TV and to be like, to, you know, to go after their dreams is not because of our accent or because of our country. I had to fight a lot to be who I am and to be on Big Brother. So I don't want other people to look at me and say like, oh my gosh. First, it's like, oh my gosh, there is a Latina, the first immigrant on the show. That's cool. That means that I can apply next year. And then there is someone attacking her, like as Danielle or as Terrence, as whatever Kyle did as well. And then it's like so much hate and the person is going to be at home and they're going to like, am I willing to go through everything that Angie is doing? to be on TV? I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to be able to put my face out there and be hated from people and he's receiving all this hate. So that's what I'm, I, I really want to talk about. I don't want to talk about Daniel. I want to talk about this type of behavior that I do not accept and I will never accept anymore. Like everything that he say about other people's immigrants, women in general. I'm so ready to start talking about that because if I open my mouth, I'm going to destroy his life. Mm -hmm. And like, and I don't want like, you know, I don't want to fight hate with hate, but I need to make my point. No, I definitely agree with you. Um, I think he's doing this just to get like a rise out of people like you and to get attention because let's be honest, he was what the third person voted out, fourth person voted out. 
um, something like that. He didn't get the attention he wanted. And now he will say whatever negative, horrible thing he can um, to get your reaction, to get Taylor's reaction, to get mm -hmm. everybody's reaction that, you know, made it further. Yeah, I, I see that. And, but since my cause is bigger, if mm -hmm. he wants the attention, I will give him the attention and I will make my point to make sure that people like him do not grow around me and do not grow around people that I appreciate and the immigrants. And we know that I have, like, I have their back, you know, like if something like that happens on TV or reality shows or anywhere, pretty much like I will be ready to fight for it because I'm not here. Like just, I'm not playing big brother anymore. So I don't need to be pleasing anyone or be nice to anyone. So definitely. Um, so moving on, um, I do want to talk about probably the biggest change in the game was when Amira got sent home, um, complete blindside. So I want to know like what was going through your mind when you found out that Amira is going on the block and then Amira's devote and she's going to be going home. Uh, I felt that she, she had another alliances and people find out and they just vote her out. That was pretty much was on my mind. I didn't figure out the leftover yet at that point. But yeah, it was like, it was really frustrating to see that she had other plans besides the girls' girls and stuff. I think that's what also like set the tone for how we play, the girls play their our games, you know, like after that. Definitely. Um, so I do want to talk about the leftovers. Um, it was, you know, the biggest alliance this year. Um, it had a lot of fans in the beginning and then, you know, it kind of, exploded with the whole Kyle situation, which we'll get to later. Um, but knowing what you know now about the leftovers, are you thinking like, oh my gosh, I should have seen it coming. Like it makes sense now. Or were you like, this is the weirdest group of, I think it was seven people to work together. I don't understand. Like what was your, what's your thought now looking back on the leftovers? I figure out their alliance when Monty was uh, at HOH. I, again, I don't know how much you guys saw it, but I came up and I was, I called every single person. I told him, I'm like, there's something up because you are not their friends. Why they're always here in like, you know, that was pretty obvious. But yeah, they were a really strange group. That's why they're not even friends anymore because they were just playing Big Brother. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. But uh, they made it and it was good for them. And like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I felt like bad because of Michael, Monty and Joseph. There was like my close friends in the house. They didn't like, try to protect me or whatever they did. They protect their alliance better, but it makes sense. They didn't invite me for a leftover alliance because that, that name has nothing to do with me. Um, so I do want to talk about a little bit about Michael. He won a lot of competitions this year. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade, but it seemed like he wasn't as targeted as much. Obviously Turner and Monty come up with a plan to take him out. Was there talks in the beginning to take him out? Because I'm looking at his stats right now, and he won four power vetoes in the first five weeks, plus the, the HOH. The thing about Michael, he's not just a physical, uh, like strong and, and physical on competitions. He's a really good social game player. Yeah. So his game player was the best. All the girls were defending that, him, and like want him to win, and like, 
it was a lot. It's like he, we, at least as a girl, like in my, my mind, I had no plan to get Michael out. Even mm -hmm. if I knew like at the end of the game, he would like just win over me. I would be like, I think like if it was me and him, I, I would like tell him like, of course, I'm, I'm competing for $750,000. I still want the money, but he deserved a lot. So that was my opinion about him, like since the beginning of the season. Definitely. Um, so I want to talk about uh, Taylor's first HOH reign, which is um, when you get sent home. Um, she had a couple different targets that week, um, but it ended up being you versus Terrence and you got sent home first jury member. Um, were you surprised that Taylor targeted you? Did you think she made a mistake? And then what was it like being the first jury member in that house, you know, by yourself? I was uh, I was surprised that it was me because we had conversations before that she mentioned that she didn't want me to go home and etc. I was not mad because I could see she was trying to save me and I could feel it and my intuition works perfectly, thank God. Uh, being on the first member of Jerry House, I was kind of like just pissed at my friends that they didn't vote for me to stay and like they kept parents and that was one of the most stupid moves that they could make next day next week they came right after me so I'm okay about it mm -hmm. like you know it's called karma and <laughs> being at the first Jerry member was a lot for me to be there for longer but it was fine that I had like a long time I needed I was like overwhelmed already. I don't know if it was a mix of have not and then be on the block and then punkaroo and then like, you know, there was a lot. So it was really, really, really overwhelmed. So definitely. Um, so we get a twist after you leave. There was the inside house and the outside house. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is where we lose the first member of the leftovers, Joseph Turner and Kyle turn on him. Um, when you found out about this twist, were you like kind of jealous that you missed out on it? What was your thoughts when you saw Jasmine and Joseph? Like what was going through your head when you found all this? I was so happy that I, I laughed the week before. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Because Joseph was like, oh baby, I hope I laughed with you. I had like the worst week of my life. <laughs> I get it. But I was like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So no, but of course I want to be in the house and we did like, we saw the competition, the the competition for that diaphragm and stuff. And I got everything right, like in two seconds. So Joseph was like, you had so much potential to get like, to be an HOH that week because yeah. all the competitions that I compete was nothing like, uh, it was all physical. And even that I was one of the strongest girls doing it. So if it was something mental, I would like probably get it right, so. Uh, if you did win HOH that next week and Terrence, you know, was the first jury member, who would have been your target? Um, to be honest, I don't know okay. because I always, I only think about target and stuff like when I have the power, I never like was like, oh, like as people as Daniel was walking around saying, Taylor, you are my target. You are my target. I'm like, you didn't win shit win first and then you put her on the block don't have yeah. to say it so i'm not this type of person that i'm gonna be like throwing things on your face if i don't have the, yeah. the power yet so that makes no sense so mm -hmm. i get it um so the next week is when big brother was trending on all fronts turner wins hoh 
and he puts up Brittany and Taylor. The goal originally is to get um, rid of Brittany. Michael wins the power of veto, and then it looks like the goal is to get rid of Taylor, but Michael and Brittany share the news about previous weeks with Kyle thinking there's going to be a cookout 2.0 and his um, hesitations and how he's scared that Big Brother 24 will turn into basically a race war. Um, let's call a spade a spade here. Um, so you weren't in the house. Joseph wasn't in the house. Jasmine wasn't in the house. Uh, but you find out when Kyle gets evicted. Um, and we kind of saw some of your reaction. You, Jasmine, and Joseph were visibly upset, um, which makes sense. Don't get me wrong. Um, but is there anything we didn't see as the viewers? Like what was going through your head? And then what was that week in jury like with um, you, Jasmine, Joseph, and Kyle? Um, first, calling uh, whatever he did as cookout cook 2.0 is really <laughs> offensive. It's crazy because the cookouts has, they had a, huge different version and a huge different cause. And whatever he was uh, doing was, when I find out, of course, was really traumatizing and was really bad to me, was, it hit me really badly. I, again, I didn't watch the show. I don't know how, much, how many cuts you guys got it, but I was mad because there's one thing about, uh, how can I say that? Like people say like, oh, Indy is not black. And I'm like, yes, I'm not. My dad is, my great grandma is. And I saw like, I, I was raised by black people. So I saw how much like trouble they got be just because of their color. And being a Latina in this country, I think like every single person, every single girl that leaves her house or her country, and she start making her money or start doing good and go on a TV show and doing things, they get a lot of judgment like for other people. Mm -hmm. And that's not enough that you wanna do that in a, in a race version and like attacking the, the black people in the house, the minorities in general. And I'm already being like fighting a lot for being a Latina woman in a different country. It's already a lot of work that I have to deal with it. And I didn't expect to have to deal with that and plus my race, plus whatever in the Big Brother house. So I think it was like huge. I understand that he was just from a place of ignorance. I gave him like, you know, I, I still talk to him. I think he's adorable. I really like him. Uh, but as I, I told him, I will not never be the type of friend that's going to be like, oh, everything's okay. Everything's okay. No, if you make a mistake, you have, you're going to have to on it. You know, you, you need to deal with it, but, yeah. and you need to change, not just your speech because it's easy to change your speech. You need to change your behave and you need to show me on the daily basis. Cause my biggest thing was like, I couldn't see it. That would, that could happen. And I felt mad at myself for being so nice to him and so open to him and, you know, and giving him like all the credit and he was doing that behind my back. I think that was one of my biggest, my biggest, uh, like that was so disappointed to him. And it was really hard. My week was super hard. I was literally in my room most of the time. I couldn't hang out. And I had like deep conversations with him later on. But yeah, it was, was really tough. Definitely. Um... So we get 
Um, the next person out is Terrence, and then it's Michael. Um, were you surprised to see Michael? Obviously, a lot of you thought he would end up winning the game. Um, Turner and Monty have a plan to take him out. So what was the jury house atmosphere when Michael walks through that door? I was not super surprised about uh, seeing Michael. I, um, Michael, I was not that surprised to, to see Michael, especially because I know he was a really good competitor. And I, I know that he, since he shared the information about Kyle later on, he didn't share when that happened. Mm -hmm. uh, I was upset with him. Okay. I was personally affected by that more, uh, not even, not more than being Kyle because Kyle was the one who stand like who started saying the things, mm -hmm. but a lot because Michael was my person. You know, and knowing that he kept the information that could save me and could like change the game or even information that hardened me and he didn't share that to me. I think I, on that, that moment, I was like, I would never do that to you. Yeah. Like, like, why is your cause bigger than mine? Why is your flag like should be more respected than mine? And there, those are the conversations that we had when Michael got in the house, like, I was not surprised. I was so pissed at him. I was so mad at him. I cried a lot that day. It was like, because it was more that with Kyle was like disappointment and like, fuck that kid. With Michael, and, and let's educate that kid. Let's help this kid to get education. And with Michael was like a friend that breaks your heart. Yeah. And that was deeper, you know? And a friend that also goes through a lot to be, you know, and big brother in real life, when you have like LGBT community, when you're from that community, you go through a lot in your daily basis. Yeah. So why is your cause bigger than mine? And why you didn't share that with me? So I was not surprised to see him. I was super disappointed. We talked about we're best friends again, and we're good friends and I love him, but it was a lot. Mm -hmm, definitely. Um, so I want to skip a little bit to the final three. We have mm -hmm. Taylor, Monty and, Tur and Turner. Um, at this point, do you guys have a prediction on who you think's winning, who you think's getting to the end? Because I'll give full honesty, I really thought Monty and Turner would take each other to the end. Um, mm -hmm. I was rooting for Taylor, obviously, but I really thought the boys would stick together. Um, so what was your guys' thoughts in the jury house about who was going to get to the end and who you guys thought would win? Uh, for me, was... I always went like one of the girls who went from day one. So for my opinion was definitely like if it's Taylor and Monty, my votes for Taylor. If it's Taylor and Turner, my votes for Taylor. <laughs> if it's Monty and Turner, my votes for Monty because I think Monty were a better player than um, Turner. But I kind of knew that Monty would assume that we would vote for him. Yeah. If he was next to Taylor. And that was literally the opposite. I'm like, you're not, you just not listening because I've been saying this since day one that I want to grow to win the show. Yeah. It's just like, what are you expecting us to vote for you? Even if I really like him and I think he's a good player, but there is no way I, I have the the opportunity to vote for a 
black women to win the game and are gonna vote for you. There is no way that even if it was Monty and Britney, I would vote for Britney because yeah. I want a woman to win the show. So it's like, honey, my cause is bigger than just Big Brother. Yeah. I don't know if you understand what I'm doing, but I try as much as, much as I can. Of course, I still is adjust by society to talk good about other women and to change the perspective that we are always competing against each other. No, we are putting force together and we are raising, you know, we are making us our point and to be able to vote to buy a house, to be single if you want, to have kids by ourselves if you want, to marry another girl if you want, and to do whatever we want. So my cause is bigger than just Big Brother, but at Big Brother, I can make a point, and I will. If yeah. I get a chance, I will. And I say that since day one, like you're just not listening. Uh -huh. wow. <laughs> like yeah. you're getting distracted by your, I'm sorry, your male ego, and yeah. you are not listening to what we are saying because we are saying. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, I want to talk about Taylor's speech because I uh -huh. personally believe um, it was the best speech in the history of Big Brother, um, mm -hmm. especially when she talks about being the shield um, and all that stuff and how she got cut up with the blood and week after week was sitting on the block. Um, watching your, your guys in the jury house or in the jury, you guys were in the backyard this time, but your eyes and Jasmine's eyes and they all, Joseph, they all lit up. Um, when Taylor was talking, um, what was that, you know, that moment, did that sway anybody or did you guys go into it already knowing Taylor's getting my vote, Taylor's pretty much gonna kill this, this vote seven to one or eight to one, whatever she ended up winning by? We, we already knew. Mm -hmm. I believe, I don't like, um, I saw that a lot of things that Joseph say that when he got to the jury house, I already had my opinion made it. Okay. And uh, thank God that he's saying that because other people were saying like random stuff. Yeah. And I don't, oh God. I'm like, first, if you guys know me, you know that I don't take other people's opinion into my decisions. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I think is right and that's it. So I left the house uh, really fine about Taylor like we we were like literally building our relationship and getting better i left on her hoh and i left the house i was not mad at her at all like she was literally one of the few people that i was like able to feel the 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 love and the trust you yeah. know even if i was going home on her hoh anyways I, when i got like for the finale i already knew where who i was going to vote, vote for so and everyone else and pretty yeah. much like I had like conversations of course with Jasmine with Joseph a lot because we were in the jury house for longer and we had like the same mindset Michael the same Kyle I didn't talk about uh, with him like about that but you know mm -hmm. uh I don't know their opinions Terrence I also didn't talk I barely talked to Terrence in the jury house okay I don't even know why he's talking a lot of stupid things yeah. but we bur I barely if there is one person that I ran from it on after the show was Terrence so uh -huh. um he should like take my name out of his mouth okay yeah that uh, would be amazing yeah. <laughs> um I do want to ask we've been getting a lot of like push I guess is the right word for a big brother all winners 
We had survivor winners at war and Tony Vlachos won twice. Um, I don't know if they would do big brother winners at war yet. Maybe they'll save it for season 30. Who knows? If we do get that, how do you think the winner of season 24, Taylor Hale, um, would do? Oh, she would be amazing. She was, she was great, like from thinking that she was going home. Yeah. Think about now she has, you know, she knows what she's doing. No, she always knew, but like, you know, now she knows what she's being true. I, I hope that cannot be worse yeah. because that was pretty bad. Yeah. So, oh, I think like she would do great. Yeah. I think she would kill it too. I'm really hoping they do yeah. that eventually. I would love to see Taylor and Rachel Riley <gasps> together and get to the final two. That's yeah. my dream. My yeah. dream. <laughs> oh my God. I would love that. Um, so I play this other game with people at the end. It's just this or that, so people can get to know you more personally. So uh -huh. I have two options, and you can just tell me what you prefer. Okay. Uh, so the first one I have is Instagram or Twitter. Instagram. Okay. Survivor <laughs> or The Amazing Race. Amazing Race. Okay. Uh, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Dinner. Oh, really? I agree. Yes, I, I like fasting, so I yeah. always try. I like I haven't ate until now, and it's like almost five p.m. Oh, geez. Yeah. So I do fasting. That's the way that I like to work out uh -huh. in the morning without eating anything. So I keep like with okay. tea and stuff. Perfect. Yeah. Um, beach vacation or snowy mountain skiing vacation? Oh, beach vacation, the ocean. I'm Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> um, New York City or Los Angeles? Los Angeles. Everybody's been saying LA and I, I ride for New York because I'm from up there. And I, I love New York, but I don't like the cold. So when it's yeah. cold, I don't like it. Like my friends are going this weekend for Halloween. I'm like, ah, yeah. not going. <laughs> Summers in New York are just the greatest. It's the greatest. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. The next one I have pancakes or waffles. <sighs> waffles. Okay. Interesting. Brazilians doesn't do like any. So whenever okay. I do, I do waffles. I like better. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then the last one I have is summer, spring, winter, or fall. Spring. Good answer. Finally. Good answer. <laughs> Everybody says fall and I want to hang up the phone. I hate the fall. No. The best. Spring is the best. It's like you still have like some raining days but you yeah. you have like some sunny and fun days so it's the best a hundred percent um <laughs> i want to say thank you for doing this i just have one more question for me and then i have some people some questions that listeners sent in for you okay they want to know so i just want to wrap up with saying you left um big brother um and you didn't have your phones you had no contact with the outside world and then you leave you get your phones back you have all these followers on instagram all these followers on social media all these people know who you are, right? And you were on a pretty controversial season. Let's be honest. Um, Big Brother 24 had some controversies. Um, so how was your mental health leaving the show? Um, I know the Big Brother community and alum are very close because I'm friends with some of them in the, in the Big Brother alum. And, you know, I know they reached out. So how was that, you know, leaving and being somebody that somebody knows and people will either love you or hate you and they won't be scared to tell you how they feel about you? It's pretty crazy too, because people assume that they know you, but they don't really. And like, even like if they got to see me on live feeds and et cetera, 
I wasn't a game. I was not on my comfort zone or, you know, I was playing Big Brother. Uh-huh. So it's pretty hard to be identified. Like people are like, oh my gosh, Angel's just like this or Angel like that. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know who I am. I'm trying to figure out. It's been 31 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, sometimes I'm like, I like pink and sometimes I just don't. Yeah. And like, I'm still trying to figure out who I am, but it's been fun. Thank God I have like, there's people here like Hannah, Kyland, uh, Todrick, like people in LA that played Big Brother yeah. that I can have access to it. And, and other pe- Big Brother's house guests, like they keep like, they're so welcome. Like Holly, like I was with Holly last night. Yeah. And like lots of people that can understand what we've been through because right now it's pretty much like I'm trying to figure out like, I wanna, if I have a problem, I don't wanna call my friends and my family because they don't really gonna f- know what I'm feeling. Yeah. So I call Jasmine, I call Joseph, I call Turner. Yeah. <laughs> like when I when I got my, my on, on Twitter two weeks ago and then someone was talking, bad stuff about me the first person that was on my my thing that was turner i called turner right away and, and like i was talking to my friends and i was talking in a regular way when turner answered the phone i started crying because okay. you feel more like trauma bounded to them and like yeah, you know i get it i get it you feel that it's part of your family and there's no way like they went to to some parties on i don't know where and they were like oh we should tell these people that Indy should come with us. <laughs> like, come on, like, just go have fun. And like, no, because we want you to, you know, like we are so together and so like needy to each other. That's like, it's been crazy, but thank God I have those friends that have been through that already and they can show me the way, you know, so I don't go crazy. And of course I have therapists. I take care of myself. I'm trying to work out every single day to get out of my mind and get out of social media. Twitter is crazy. I thank God that people don't hate me. If they do, they're being really cool about it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, because it would be harder. I don't, I can't imagine how it would be for me to be like in a position that everyone's like, you know, hating me even like one person's like sending me videos and saying like oh you is stupid she doesn't know how to play this game and blah blah blah, blah. it hurt me so much think about like if it was thousand and thousand of people that yeah. would be way worse but thank god god thank god i'm like people kind of like me ellis <laughs> yeah um i love hannah chatter she's been on the podcast before like one of the nicest people i've ever met in my life yes so I'm like, I literally saw Hannah like for the last week, like five, four times the last week. Yeah. So we were together last night. And then she was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I may just like move in with you because we were seeing each other all the time. So I she's love her. I love yeah. her. Um, so I want to get to the listener questions. Um, okay. I did have a couple people ask, and you've already answered a little bit, but they asked if you already watched your season back. You said no. Do you have any plans on watching it back? I'm not watching my season back. I think it's it is what it is. Okay. We can, we can burn it. I'm I'm ready for the next chapter. Okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> so a lot of the interviews that I do with people from the challenge, um, I've had like Car Maria, Wes, Sarah Rice, John A. Yeah. With you. Would you ever go on the challenge or the challenge USA? 
I go to the challenge like right now. I think it would be so much fun and the challenge USA, like I would be, I would have so much fun. You I love think it. I, <laughs> yes, I would love it. And like, I, I'm, I'm small, but I'm strong. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, I would have so much fun. Um, all right. So the next listener question I have, this has nothing to do with reality TV. Um, somebody wants to know what's your favorite vacation spot that you've never been to, like your dream vacation spot. Oh, my dream vacation spot. Uh, probably the Maldivas. Oh, okay. I never been there and, um, it's on my bucket list, but I, I gonna find the love, the love of my life is going to find me first. And then I go, okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Because I think it's a couple vacation, you know? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, I want to say thank you so much for coming on. I want to give you time. Anything you want to say, shout out, last words, where we can find you on social media, just your time to shine. Okay, perfect. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, follow me on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, my Instagram is the one that I most post. So you guys going to have updates every single day and TikTok as well. Bookmark my camels, please. We need to make some money. <laughs> and soon I'm going to be releasing my online course and about manifestation, how I manifest the things in my life. That's going to be super fun and little tools that I use on my daily basis. So it's super easy. Everyone should, you know, if you have the opportunity to get it, do it, go and go for it. It's going to be amazing. And I'm also creating my God's My Sugar Daddy brand. Okay. So it's going to be released soon <laughs> as well before uh, Christmas, hopefully. So yeah, pretty much that. Like if you are a woman, a strong woman, a self-made woman, I'm so happy to, you know, answer your questions on my Instagram. Of course, everyone's welcome on my Instagram, but I think like my goal is to empower other women to be the best versions of themselves. So any questions about relationship, about, I don't know if you guys know, I'm a sex and relationship coach. So I do work a lot with Tantra, my spirituality. So all these things are on my Instagram and we're going to have like time to share, hopefully. So follow me around and have some fun. Don't forget to be awesome. And yeah, I can't wait Perfect. for the next chapter of my life. Perfect. So thank you, thank you so for much. the opportunity. Uh, that's all I really have for today. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Uh-huh. I see you soon. Let me know when you are in LA, if you're ever in LA. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Indy. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you, my love. You too. Bye bye. Hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Hey. Good vibes and such an incredible feeling. The podcast that you need and want. Interviews with reality TV stars. Uh, so entertaining now you don't want to miss me real as it gets never know what to expect got a rep jersey i thought i told you yes indeed every week got a brand new poster while i'm hey chilling with dylan chilling with dylan hey chilling with dylan chilling with dylan let's go